It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. This is what's going through your head while listening to it. What? Now you fucked up being on my show. Oh, yeah? It'd be fucked up if you gave me like some shrooms or something. It's like, now you fucked up. You tripping. You're sitting on a couple tabs right now. No, we're... So you said, are you... You're in, are you in album mode right now? Are you? Yeah. Yeah. The very beginning of it. Yeah. The very beginning? Very, very. I'm so happy you just asked me that. You <laughs> well, you said you're not listening to shit, so I was guessing. Are you not... Uh, do you listen to shit while you're in album mode? Like, or? I listen to music all the time. Like, especially because I work out and shit. So that yeah, you too. fucking yeah. you beat me to it. I try to do it every day, and I see your posts, and I'm like, damn, yeah, I fucking. Man. If you think I'm doing it every day, you you fooled because I don't. <clears throat> but it's like five, six times in a week. All right, but you're in album mode, and you're just starting. Yeah, I'm mad excited too, man. The energy. But this new album is up, man. The whole team is like excited. We doing something we never did before that I never did before, so it's pretty exciting. I don't want to say too much of it on air and shit. Yeah, of course. You. Is it I another? I, you don't have to go too much into detail, but something I loved about your debut mm-hmm. is it was a um, concept album, and I love I love fucking when albums are a piece. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just a mixture of songs. You got like. Yeah. Uh, a, f- a through line and that's something i try to do with my comedy too mm-hmm. and something i relate uh to rap my fucking my dad's favorite movie when i was growing up was dave Chappelle's block party mm. you ever seen that any of you guys multiple ever times, seen this bro yeah that shit's the best multiple thing. times and when he says like comedians and rappers think the same like of course i would never rap i love rap but it, that's like fucking look at me that's not gonna happen but with comedy i I love... Nah, you watch Dave? <laughs> I did, yeah. It was a little Dave. <laughs> that shit right there, man. It's like, yo, he made me realize anybody could be rap. As long as you be yourself, somebody will listen to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. Too. No, all good. Uh, this is a, just a conversation. I don't care. I'm going to cut you off and we'll okay. get wine drunk. It's all good. All right. <laughs> everybody love everybody! <laughs> Thank you for that exactly. Positivity in <laughs> yeah. this shit. But you're in you're in album mode. Is that why you're working out more? Is that like your body body mind? Well, yeah, just generally, I'm gonna keep it real. But don't get me wrong, it's a certain way I see myself in my new album, and like it is a super fit body, you know. Yeah. Uh, but um, I just work out because it's therapeutic. It feel good. I want to feel good about myself. You know, what I mean, I always had problems with like self esteem and shit in the past, and you know, working out just always does it for me it made me feel good you know what i'm saying so. i'm the same way if i'm if i'm not working out my fucking mind like they're connected like i can't think straight mm. i fucking it doesn't work and mm. like i'll go down a path where i'll stop working out or i'll stop and then i'll realize oh my mind's not straight i'm not working as hard yeah and then you kind of get in that spiral yeah one thousand percent on your newest song you're talking about uh meditation and that's something that's really changed my life is i meditate every day Mm. i try to do that not while i'm staying here because i've been sleeping on this couch that Mm. we're interviewing on right now it's the grind man you're blessed to be able to have a friend whose couch you can sleep on if i know i'm lucky as shit but meditating when did you pick that how'd you get into that uh this past summer (laughs) you know what i'm saying um just bad vibes, you know, you want to tune them out. And <clears throat> yo, shout out my man Marco, yo. Can I shout out another podcast on the of show? Course, you can... He's got a show called The Millennial Podcast, and I really rock with this dude. He um actually is a f- good friend of Dan, my manager Dan. And we was on our way, he was actually taking me to Travi's house uh about a month ago. And I'm telling him, like, yeah, yo, I've been meditating. I feel mad good about myself. And he goes, you know, meditation is the way you find, it's how you find God. And at that time, I'm like, all right, man, what a God. You know what I'm saying? And I just, like, God's been, God's been showing up for me. You know what I mean? I tell you that for real, for real. And on the new album, it's not going to be no gospel album or anything like that. However, you will hear a lot of that story. And um, meditation just connected me and God. It's weird, you know what I'm saying, that I'm even yeah. saying this here, but it's my truth, you know what I'm saying? Of so, course. But um, 
yeah, meditation has done that for me as well as calm me. And, you know, I drink a lot of coffee, consume a lot of caffeine. I didn't today because I didn't want to be anxious. And, um, you know, meditation just makes me feel like everything is all right. I meditate for six minutes at a time, once a day. I haven't meditated in a couple of days, I ain't a lot, but yeah, that's my meditation. That's funny that you said that about the meditation connecting you to God, because that's mm. honestly how I got to the same thing and what made me start this podcast and what made me start grinding, because I was in like a low place. Yeah. And when I started meditating, when you have to sit with yourself and mm-hmm. like think with your, like, when are you ever like 10 minutes, six minutes just with your own thoughts? You really have to start dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And then you start talking to your higher self and you realize, uh, there's pathways to it and you mm. know the right pathway. There's That's a book wild. called The Alchemist. I don't know if you've yeah. ever read I've, it. It's in my collection. I started reading it, but at that time, pardon, I decided that I didn't like the book because I feel like I've known my, uh, my, uh, I, I've, I've been had my definiteness of purpose as the book speaks on. Like I've. Um, it just bored me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then on top of this, another thing I like, I don't like a story where you don't give me names. So it's like the boy, the old man. It's kind of hard to keep up with for me. Yeah. I and I was like, yo, fam, this book ain't even helped me anyway. <laughs> like, I, I've been like, it's a book that I didn't need to read, but it is in my collection, though. Yeah. yeah I, I, I just, run, I, I actually listen to the audio book. I don't like reading that much, but when I'm running, I like running. That's my formal workout. Mm, okay. I'll put on an audio book or something and mm. I'll just like, It'll be able to like check out. So yeah, that's like him. He like running and shit too. Exactly. Yeah. But um, with that, the you know when your your power. That's kind of it. Show it made me like oh someone else understands that you just know. Yeah. Like you know and you don't know how to describe it to anyone else. Yeah. Did you was there a time that changed like that that happened or did you always know? I think it just took a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. feel like. I don't know that at the moment. I just feel like it was just work that I put in that eventually led me there, you know. And um, I just, I just, my thing is I've always been artistic, creative, <laughs> and um, I like to inspire people. Yo, it's really fucking hot in here. No offense. Yeah, we'll turn on the AC. All good. I appreciate it. No, all good. Yeah, it's just that. Like I always like to inspire people and stuff, and just create and just I've. I've I've got a story like I'm a foster child, blessed enough to be able to uh, be with like my aunt, grow up with aunts and stuff, but just people who feel alone, I feel like I, it's my duty to like make them feel like they not alone and like make my it's, I just feel like it's my duty to make people to tell my story and to find those who relate to it and make them feel like everything is alright. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I felt like that for a long time. So is that what music did for you growing up? Like, did you connect to it, and then that's why you want to help? That's what comedy did with me. I was mm. a fucking... I didn't <laughs> connect with anything, and then when yeah. I found, oh, there's people who think like me yeah. and who deal with the problems that I have in the world the way I do, then I can help inspire, hopefully, other people in the way that they inspired me. That's L. That's you know? L. You, was you like a class clown? I was a class clown, but I had such <coughs> anxiety that whenever I would, like, make a joke... I would then be like, oh, I fucking hate myself for like trying mm. to draw attention to myself. Okay, I feel you. And then, it happens. You know what I mean? It's that anxiety. But then with meditation and shit like that, mm. you start realizing that you got to be in the present moment. Yeah. People aren't thinking weird. about you the way that you're thinking, thinking about, about you. you. It's like people don't even care that much about you. Not at all. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like nobody cares like you do. You feel me? I remember I almost <clears throat> didn't want like the first episode of this, whatever. It's like okay. I don't want to release it. Because it's like, what if one person that didn't like me four years ago doesn't like me even more than they, because they saw I, but it's like, who cares that much? No, if they're not paying attention to me, they're not paying attention to me. Yeah. And the only way I'm going to grow is if I keep putting shit out. Yeah. You took a break. Yeah. I remember I heard Javanchi first. Like, okay. I heard that on a playlist when it first came out. And then you kind of, you took a break from music a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Like, you didn't put shit out for a while. Yeah, that wasn't deliberate. Um, I went through a lot. <clears throat> so much that, like, it was so much of a, my headphones look mad weird. Let me just, you know what I mean? Oh, it would look even worse now. I'm sorry. No one's um, paying that attention. See, you got yeah, to listen. You gotta nah, I know, I know. It, it wasn't that serious, but I just feel <laughs> no, like a, just... a robot that don't got his shit together with his shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, it wasn't deliberate. I was just going through a lot and creatively I wasn't focused and just I wasn't focused on anything. It was a lot of drama in my life, a lot of bad and it just played out that way. I just want to let people know I didn't choose to take off. I would never do that. That's a bad way to try to pitch yourself to new people. I want everybody that listens and watches, pardon me, bucked up to know that I'm dedicated to giving you guys content and music. So I would never take a break for music. And if I do, I'll come with a huge load of it, pause, and be like, well, this is because I'm about to go on this hiatus for this much time because I got to get my spirit right. So don't think I'm going to be a wishy-washy, on-and-off type of artist. I'm always going to come with consistent music and content for my listeners and, my listeners and followers because I appreciate everybody that pushes play. If you cut it off 20 seconds later and don't get to 30 and let me get that stream, it's cool. I appreciate you. <laughs> well, life happens, and sometimes <laughs> yeah. you got to, like, deal with what you have to deal with. And even yeah, if man. that uh, creative purpose isn't there, as, mm -hmm. like, you're on a path, Mm-hmm. And then you can draw from what you had to go through in your art. Like, 1,000%. You got to take your... Sometimes life pulls you away from that shit. 1,000%. Yeah. But as a fan, I feel like you not came back stronger, but then you came back with kind of more time under your belt. Did you feel like that was necessary? Mm. Like, do you feel like that's wasted time or do you feel like that's... There's no wasted time especially on god's time you feel me it's like everything i feel like everything happens for a reason bro you know what i'm saying like uh don't make a nigga cry on the show right? <laughs> uh, but um we're a self-help podcast <laughs> yeah we're but i just feel like um i feel like pardon i no just, i feel like um i don't know what i felt i just knew that it, when it was time to go it was time to go when i was inspired and I was inspired, and bro, 42, he came to me like, yo, I, I want to help you see this happen. And I went to Dean, I'm like, yo, I mean, and I went to Dan, pardon me. Like, yo, I got this idea, it was time to go. Like, I don't know what I felt. I wasn't trying to prove anything to anyone or myself. I was just like, yo, let me just do something that's me, you know what I'm saying, and get it, you know. I guess my goal was to finish something, start something, finish. I made albums during that time. I made, like, it was a whole album I made called Kids Wolves on How at the Moon. Terrible album. <laughs> Highly don't recommend it at all. Um, <laughs> Never came out. Hey, is it good? <clears throat> Terrible album. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I made music, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But it just wasn't clicking. I wasn't being real with myself. At that time, I was trying to make music like this guy and that guy and just not being me. And, you know, that's that. You know. What flipped that switch then when you were like, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore? Brockhampton. Yeah, I saw them kids, man. It was Brockhampton, Tyler, and Vince Staples. I seen them. When I seen Brockhampton, I'm like, yo, this is it. Like, these kids, they doing, they just being them. Like, and, and like, um, and like, yeah, I was just like, man. Like, and no disrespect to anybody in the LGBT community, Q. Um, when I'm like, all right, here's these gay kids, right? Or, or one of them is gay, right? Yeah. And as a, as like a straight man, right? You see that and you turned off at first because where you from, it's like, you don't, you know. And I'm a huge Frank Ocean fan. I had to get over that hump, right? But you like, creator. I yeah. felt that when he started releasing Flower Boy. Exactly. I didn't, didn't want to listen to it. I didn't but... listen to it either, right? Yeah. So, and this is 2017. So 2018 comes around. And Brockhampton, I, I get into Flower Boy. I'm like, Tyler's still Tyler. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then on Spotify, you know, they keep playing. Mm -hmm. And then one time, Boogie came on. I'm like, this joint sound hard, but I know who Brockhampton is. These these blue face kids from the uh, I think Star Video. Facebook had promoted that they was all gay. I'm like, fam, no. <laughs> okay, like, is this a boy band? Yeah. yeah. I hear more, I'm like, they dope. So I listen, I'm like, they're they're fire. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna not listen to them because of anybody's sexual preference, right? And it's crazy because it's weird to admit this, right? So I say, yo, here's these these kids that's all crowded behind all together and they all standing behind this one kid who's very vocal about his homosexuality they're comfortable with themselves why can't you be with you you're a straight kid you know what i'm saying handsome dude a lot going for you why can't you be comfortable with you you know what i'm saying and and i say you know what i feel like they came into my life for a reason i tell you there's not one project from them that i can't sing at least 80 percent of the songs from like i love brock hampton Brockhampton, like, stand, fam. Like, I got hoodies 
<laughs> to show for it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've been to the Iridescence concert. I've been to the last one. We went, We all went to that joint. Um, And I bought my team there. It was so real. Because I'm like, yo, you got, y'all got to see these kids. Like, And I just, I just knew when I seen them, I was like, yo, now's the time. You could just go be whoever you are and just do whatever you want. You could be laughed at by this person or that person. Well, you know, with your feet out on the album cover and all that. You feel me? Yeah. And with the apple on top of Samo head. And people be like, yo, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> and now he got a Jesus chain on him and shit. You feel me? Chain like man. Yeah, word, pardon. And um, it's just all about, like, being you. And that's what Brock Hampton showed me. And that's why I was able to get Scatterbrain out. And I know I don't know if y'all know this. I talk a fucking lot. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, word. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Well, that's, it's funny that... Well, She's I, playing that, like, as he took it. <laughs> we'll go into Griselda in a minute, but it's you're working with uh, your tra, Travi now. Yeah, and that's, yeah. what, that's how I grew up with rap. My dad took me to see Wu-Tang Clan when I was 12 years old. Five. Like, I grew up... Fortunate. Yeah, uh, I knew every word to The Predator when I was, like, eight years old by Ice Cube. Mm. Like, I'm sorry, I don't even butt in. Uh, 54. Yeah. That's typically not a 55-year-old. No, he was a death metal drummer. Like, oh, yeah, okay. so he loved Sorry, weird. No, it's Nah, we here, man. Exactly. We're, we're hanging. That's yeah. what this is. But um I grew up and when I heard Gym Class Heroes, mm. that shit was like he didn't care. He was just yeah. being himself. It was silly, it was fun, it was it but it was also fucking real. Like yeah. real music. Yeah, it were. And I mean, uh, like instrument instrumentally like music the musicality of gym class heroes is real it's like real instruments and real you know what i'm saying real music like one thing about trav man is when you hear him talk and you and you look around at his life you're like yo this all makes sense like there's there's nothing inauthentic about him like if you watched it i remember when i first the night i first met him and i i was like yo he's just i was saying the damn like yo He's just like how he is in the videos. Like he's one he's him unapologetically and I appreciate that about him. He's he's uh he's ill. You know yeah, well that's something the music. Like <laughs> when I follow, uh, when I follow you on Instagram, yeah. like you're with real musicians. Like you're yeah, play yeah. like you got you're playing, you're you're creating pieces. You can hear it in your album. Like yeah. you got that too. You don't want it to just be like let me find a beat on the internet. Let me. No, nah, I mean I make my own beats. You know, I just get. You know, I learn from the best. Yay West, man. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's all about for me them samples, with um, with with like instrumentation around them. Samples, instrumentation. You know, ill drums, creativity. Take it. My whole thing is everybody in rap wearing white, wear black. You know what I mean? Wear gold. Wear red. Do something different. You know what I mean? That's how I see it. That's know? why I love Griselda. Their yeah. their clothing, anything. It's just weird. It's off. Yeah. And talking about people on stage, off stage persona, I remember I saw Conway in like 2017 Fine. in Boston, and we were smoking outside after the show because he yeah. was a big fan of stand up, and he was like, just how nice they all are. Like yeah. Wes, Conway, Benny, they're all just nice guys, yeah. and you can see that their on stage persona. Not persona is them, but it's not like they're gonna be a that Dick, yeah. like. He just, said the same musicians. thing about them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I met him uh, backstage somewhere. And yo, they're like intimidating. I'm short. He's got the mad soul. They got a million gold chains on him. Like when you approach him, they were just super nice. They were like, "Hey man, thanks for coming." Like, yeah, giving hugs. Like, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, hell yeah. They were super cool. And they'll definitely kill you. So it's like you other rap <laughs> <Yeah>. niggas. <laughs> so it's like you other rap niggas. Y'all gotta be cool, like. <laughs> People fake. Well, that's what I love about your shit is you're not faking it. Like yeah, you, you're yeah, making yeah. a special. You're making the music you want to make. Yeah, man. Why would I be doing this? Like, yeah. I, you know, I I want to hurry up, and make some real money off this shit, so I can live and focus on it and and make my, you know, and I can get my Grammy awards and do all the shit that I want to do. But at the same time, it's like we ain't in this for a check. We in this because we love to do this. You know what I'm saying? I'm not this making is, money on comedy. I'm not yeah. making money on this. I do it because I love it. And I get to interview people who I like. Like I get to. I was listening to you for so long. Now I get to talk to you. Like that's, fly. that's what it's all about. <laughs> it's not the money will come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, now I got to tune into your comedy, man. I didn't even know you did comedy, bro. Yeah, that's. I, uh, I don't. That. I don't put my shit out. It's that's a weird thing about comedians. Yeah. Is like I don't want to put any of my jokes out there, and I don't know why. Cause like, you should like. I have clips. I got all this shit, but it's like, it's more in the moment. 
Yeah. Like comedies at stand up, it's like you're in the room mm-hmm. with the audience, mm-hmm. and it's like the in the moment thing. Do you go with a routine or? I have a no routine. Problem. Like I have jokes that I like to go on, but the audience needs to know you're that's, in the room with them. Yeah, that you're not a robot. Yeah. Is it like that? Up See, on no, stage? hell no. I was about no. to say we got it easy. Me and my team, as Dean, he know we go on the thing. We, me and him argue many times because he says it's boring. But we go into the room. We rehearse the same thing every time. He'll play guitar. When we was doing the Scatterbrain shows, it will be dope because like, Scatterbrain is a very grungy album at certain points. Like, you got Mentality. You got uh, <laughs> Drug Dealing. And so we would incorporate the grunge. His favorite band ever is Nirvana. Okay. So when I thought of it, I'm like, yo, I, like my, I'm the type of dude, right, <clears throat> where we get like, whoever's involved in this, all of your energy, all of our energy together is... Combined. So let's say we all made an album. Everything from e- from everybody in this room is going to be incorporated into that album. So when it came time for our shows, it's like, yo, he plays the guitar. He likes Levana. Let's do some real grungy shit. The fact that we even linked together was because, you know, we just naturally brought his influences and mine together and made an album. Let's perform it. So without going all over the place, we would perform and um, we would just do the same thing every time. We would add like movie clip audio that would, that would relate to the song. And we'll do it over and over. And that's very easy because it's like the crowd don't know that you're doing the same thing every time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And so it's like I watch Igor. Um, I watch him do the, on a flower board tour. I watch him do it. There was a show. And then see in like at, at, uh, at the Garden in the Hulu Theater. And then I'll go t- online and he's doing the same exact thing. I'm like, yo, that's easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You as a comedian, homegirl that you joked on with the red <laughs> pants right here not going to be there the next night. You exactly. feel me? So it's a whole different that's thing. Not- and you also yeah. have to find, uh, I don't want to go on a comedy talk. Go ahead. Like, let's do it, man. Let's it's talk. It's like, I have to, f- like, if I'm having a shitty day, like, I still have to find my own shit funny. So it's yeah. that, it's t- there's so many depressed comedians, and I really don't get it. That's the mm. reason I have to work out every day mm. where I meditate is because, like, if I'm sad and then I'm talking shit about myself or other people, it's going to come off ev- either hateful or depressed. So yeah. I have to, like love myself to then not you know what it's such a weird thing to say it's like being like talking to god it's like loving yourself it's like it's a weird word to put to it but it's like i have to enjoy what i'm gonna put out on stage or the audience is gonna be like is he just is he hating like does he hate me right now does he hate himself and then he's (coughs) pushing it on me like is he projecting it's a weird thing well you gotta look at people on stage like that girl that you want to talk to you know that the minute she feels you you trying to impress her well, how she gonna feel? Turned off, right? Exactly. So it's like you just go up there and do your thing. Like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm saying buck. I'm go up here and tell my jokes, and if you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. And that's why Kanye's Kanye. That's why <laughs> fucking Trump is Trump. Yeah. <laughs> not to even go there with that. That was just to bring somebody that was not in hip hop. No, totally. But if you He's think himself, about it, yeah. you know what I'm saying. That's why anybody is anybody. I'll go do what I'ma do. You know what I'm saying. You you have, you watch basketball? Look at Bad Baby. That's why Bad Baby. Exactly, bad baby. exactly. Yeah. Do you watch basketball? A little, but not much. Not much. One thing I notice about basketball. One thing I like to do is watch basketball uh, players like like Hoodie Mellow, like when he's training, right? Mm-hmm. The, like I watched one with Steph, and Steph's moves. A lot of people say Steph's moves are like uh, responsive. Like he's just in a moment, and whatever comes to him, he's gonna do the opposite. Like you come right, he's gonna go left. Whatever, whatever. But most ball players I notice they have moves. Like James Harden practices moves that he's gonna do no matter where you where you are on the floor, right? So it's like that step back. It might be a nigga behind him. He might not even know. He gonna step back anyway, <laughs> cause just he practices that move that way. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? And that's and that's kind of like I'm gonna be James. It's kind of stupid on a basketball court if you think about it, cause you gotta like react to the defense. But it's like yo, that's just how it's, anybody is. Everybody is everybody because they just do them regardless of who's there or whatever the case may be and as a comedian I, I got terrible jokes but I feel like I would thrive like you feel me I'll get on the stage the and it's like yeah cause I, it's not even about confidence it's just about the fact that it's like yo I'm a laugh exactly. <laughs> right yeah exactly <laughs> like well that's the thing you I'm like, a laugh <laughs> word <laughs> it's true it's like there's sometimes like there's comedians who have very technical jokes yeah, but then yeah. they don't have the confidence on stage, and it doesn't it doesn't fucking work like nah, that. Nah, but I be liking them niggas too, though, man. Well, you're versatile, and that yeah. is the the thing is, you hear when people musically or comedically just go down the. <laughs> they know what formula is gonna work for them, yeah. and then they keep doing it. 
I won't talk shit, but Travis has been doing that recently. Just doing the same shit. Travis Scott. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's get he has a formula that works. Yeah. And he's sticking to it. See, as, but you got to be versatile. As long as he changes, as long as each album looks and feels different, I don't care how it sounds like. Yeah. I feel like that's what we gonna get from Travis. Travis has a, Travis got a group of kids, and it's a huge group of kids that really love him, and it's like, yo, man, like. Just do what you're supposed to do with it. Like when Ye made Jesus, a lot of people say he did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. Do different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's my only thing with Trav. I don't necessarily have to like everything. I like his devil worshiper shit. That old Owl Pharaoh. Owl Pharaoh shit was hard, yeah. Yeah. I ain't gonna call it devil worshiping, but <laughs> That's Al what Pharaoh. he used to call it. He uh, used to be like I would sit in a dark room and like uh, I met him on that tour. He was open up for Juicy J. Mm. I was young. I was probably 17 at the time. Wow. And I was with my girlfriend. And we wanted a picture with him. And I don't fault him for this. Mm. But he puts his hand on my girl's ass and hands me the phone. He's like, you want to take the picture? And then he's like, you want to go to the tour bus? To my girl at the time. This is Travis. And at the time, I was like, fuck Travis. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't do it, but I was like, fuck you. But I think that means I can fuck Kylie Jenner. I think... I think, I so think that's yeah. I, I would try. You know what I mean? Just yo, I'm 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 Sam Buck, and uh, Travis tried to fuck my girlfriend before he came up. So you know what that means, right? But go back to Kanye and the versatility. He also, you were saying you work with different people and put the music together. He's like yeah. a composer. Like he's not doing everything. He yeah. picks the people that are gonna be best. To put the fucking project together that he's making. Yeah, exactly. And that's the whole thing. You got to... Um, what's the name of the CEO of your company? Oh, Ray Dalio. Ray Dalio. So he, he, apparently he's a really famous person. Owns the biggest hedge fund company in the world. Yeah. Okay. And bro worked for him. And he shows me a video where it's like this animated 30-minute video. You can get me to watch anything as long as it's animated, right? <laughs> so... And um, he was saying, he was like, yo, and this should change my life. Like, and I've always known that Kanye has done this. I just have too much of an ego to do this, right? So he's like, yo, you don't have to be the best at everything. Do what you do and find others to do what you can't do. So I know for this new album, I want a bunch of, I'm going to give it a little bit away, but <laughs> I want a bunch of like orchestral sounding shit over, like over samples and like drums that sounded like they could have been like uh <clears throat> that they could have been that they could have came out of kanye's uh mpc 2000 xl you know what i'm saying yeah. that like with different drum tracks then everything is trap based now you know what i'm saying and like i want shit to make i want music to make you feel like you can get married in a strip club what not just in a strip club like you rent the strip club out like you can get married while there's young ladies shaking ass everywhere ass sweat dollars <laughs> Moet and all of that, dead ass. Y'all laughing. I'm dead ass serious, I know what right? That's what the your mellow pack had a little bit of that. Yeah, that's but this is like, like imagine like a string section, and like uh fucking. Yeah, exactly. A See, she knows yeah. you got the string section going, and his ass everywhere, and then like fucking, like imagine John Legend singing, or uh, like uh, everybody knows, and Juicy J comes in with the trap version right after, like. <laughs> That's what my new album is going to be. You know what I'm saying? And um, I can't play instruments. I said all that to say that I can't play instruments. So, you so what I do, exactly. I can play drums a little bit. You feel me? I ain't all that. You know what I mean? But but um, more importantly, it's like I'm not the best with the chords. So I got him and my, my man Heights doing that. 42 Heights, they do that. He plays the guitar really well. Shout out my man Benny. I just met him. He's a part of the team now as far as making this new album go. And it's just like, it's just like get all your people together. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, word. I was I about to try you. to make a biblical reference, but my knowledge ain't up there. So <laughs> <laughs> No, I get that. I love inter like i love talking to people like yeah. i get awkward in conversation because it's like i just want to start interviewing people like when yeah. i'm just like but that's why i love having ani and irish do it is because they produce it for me like yeah i had to outsource that's probably what you say you have to outsource the shit you can't do exactly Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's why fucking you've helped me create my dream by doing this, and it's like... Shout I just, out to Ani and Irish. Ani and Irish, they really, they do this shit, and they... Give them a round of applause real quick. There we go. 
had a good. Was that bathroom experience good? You got a round of a. <laughs> yeah, Studio B. <laughs> but yeah, you, can I get a little refill? Oh, of course. Yeah, thank you. Just letting you know the ignorance is gonna be turned up a little. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. You're talking about Juicy J in church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, do you miss live? Show? Do you miss being on stage, or is it different? More than that, I miss being. I miss going to shows and watching shows. Yeah. Being on stage is fun, but um, thank you, bro. I appreciate it. But more than that, I I, I miss going to watch a good show. What was the last show you went to before all this shit? ASAP for um, Floor Seats Tour. Yeah. I saw him on that one. He's so good live. Oh, so you was out? Oh, no, you in Massachusetts. In Massachusetts. So. I saw him in Massachusetts. Okay, I saw him in Terminal 5. Okay. Harden. He's, he just brings... I saw Young... Uh, Key Glock and Young Dolph for mm-hmm. the last show. I like all... I like... You were saying you like co- like all comedy. The, I like all rap. Like, I love Trap or mm-hmm. I love Griselda. Mm. And I love shit like you, and mm. I love shit like Milo, mm. and I lo- like I like all. There's no, there's not really rap I don't like other than kind of the emo stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm cool off the emo rap, but I seen some. I was actually gonna send this to you today. Machine Gun Kelly is doing something that looks pretty interesting. It looked like it's gonna take a while for it to, you know. I think it's like and it's like, <clears throat> like uh, it's and it's like first phase, like it's proto phase, but it's like it's trap punk like real making rock music with trap drum sounds which i'm pretty sure little it's kind of like what Lil peep was doing without trying to do yeah but it sounds like he's actually getting the rock band real sound with it you know what i'm saying i don't care for it but i thought it was pretty commendable well that's how i feel mm-hmm. about rebirth with wayne like i love Lil wayne he's another one that i grew up listening to mm-hmm. my mom's favorite rapper is Lil wayne like i i grew mm-hmm. up with rap but I, I respected his rock album, even if it wasn't like... It's like that Yeezus. You, you got to do what you got to do. Fam, don't do that. I'm sorry. I don't mean to compare them. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll take... Can we cut that I got mad respect. Nah, keep can it. Can we cut that from I got the- mad respect for Wayne, but fam, Yeezus is a whole different... Like, Yeezus birth XXX Tentacion's pumps and all them little niggas that was doing all that grungy, like... Fuck everything, you know shit. Like Jesus yeah. is, and then, and then it's like, fam, send it up. Like, come on, man. Is that your Just, favorite Kanye album? Hell, come. I'm about to walk up out of here. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> man, my favorite Kanye album is my favorite album of all time, and that's my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, bro. It's like round of applause for that album. Yeah, that that is like, that, that album is that amazing, changed everything. Bro. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a fucking that's a, a compose like he composed that like Mozart doesn't play every fucking instrument in whatever yeah. composition he's doing like Kanye composed a full piece. Yezart, man, Yezart. he bodied that, bro. I'm. Are you I told like, get, that, get that started. Yezart. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Yezart. Nah, Mozart. <laughs> I guess you could. It could still be Mozart because M O N T Mo. Whatever. Yeah, it's not sticking. But um, I, on the twenty on the tenth year anniversary next month. I'm literally going to get a big-ass bottle of Henny because, you know, the VMA thing he did? Yeah. Get the big bottle of Henny, go on Instagram Live, play the album front to back. That's And I'm going to be abrasive and ignorant <laughs> as fuck, but I'm doing it. And I'm dead-ass serious. Tune in. I'll have the date for y'all, All right, date I'm and gonna, time in the next couple weeks. I'm going to be watching that and I'm promoting that. Yeah. I need to see you just listen. I'm going to be, bro, that's my album, bro. Yeah? Yeah. What would you feel about Pablo. I love Pablo. I think Pablo's amazing. Thirty that, hours. Yeah, thirty hours. Yeah, we is saw that too. One going. of the best. Yeah, we saw. It. I love thirty hours. Yeah. Late registration. That's fire. That bro. was the one that I like first really when I was young, got yeah. into. You know what I don't like about late registration? That there's some dickhead Kanye fans or half Kanye fans that say that that's better than Dark Fantasy, and it's not. It's a great album. But it's not, bro. Kanye was not as well round, as well rounded, and I feel like they're only saying that because it's a little different. It's a little more weird. It's a little more. It's a, like a fantasy album. Like yeah. the nigga fucked the phoenix in the movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it is what it is. But it's like, fam, that album is flawless. <laughs> yeah. It- <laughs> 
I remember buying that. There's certain albums. I remember buying it and listening to it for the first time. Yeah. <coughs> like, I don't buy CDs, but I had to get that. Like, you know, you had to get that. I bought the iTunes version, and that was like three years after because I felt guilty because I never did. But You're probably going to walk out on the... I don't. I didn't like the religious music that much that he made, but I don't like when people are like, "Oh, he changed his sound." Like Jesus Walks was his first single. Mm. Like that was he always stuck with that, but yeah. it just felt rushed. Yeah, it felt rushed. But mu- the thing about Jesus is King, bro. I didn't like Yay. I don't. Yay is not my thing. That album, Yay. I like the Ye. mountains. I like Yay. I don't, cool I don't mind. That. Like it's not a bad album. If like if I'm if I'm in Yay's defense, yeah, that album. I'm gonna find something good to say about it. But Jesus King musically was really good, bro. Yeah. Water, everything we need. Um, the sh- the uh, one with the clips and the one after that with the horns. What was the last song? I the um, I forget. Yeah, bro. Like that musically was good. He just didn't do his rap thing on there that well. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was a great. I listened to it this morning. Oh really? Yeah. What else are you listening to, right? Right like you now, said you are listening to stuff while you're in album mode. So do you listen to stuff to inspire you or you just listen to new stuff? I listen to stuff to inspire me. But lately I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of Pete Rock uh, videos, fucking with the NPC. I've been listening to some Dilla. I've been listening to Common, who's like my third favorite rapper of all time. Um, Common is? Mm-hmm. Um, he just got bumped back by Ghostface. He was number two. I was just telling Dean this earlier. Um, Ghostface is number two now. So he's your favorite in Wu-Tang? Yeah, yeah, hands down. Um, I'm going to put this out there, man. And, and I'm going to shut up because niggas be trying to block blessings. But anyway, um, yeah, yo, like, <laughs> I didn't know that was funny. But um, I'm going to keep it real, man. Like, yo, um, I've been listening to Teflon Don while I work out every now and then. Rick Ross 2010 album. Yeah. yeah. Rick um, Ross is a, I love Rick Ross. Me too, man. Love he was Ross. one of the best. So for concert, we're we're going on tangents. It's all right. Yeah, it's but cool. For concerts, I, I love rap concerts that have a full band. Like I love, like I saw Prime with Premiere mm, and Royce, and which Royce, is yeah. great. But like okay. I love when I see a full band. Like okay. Ross, I saw with a full band. I saw Jeezy with a full band oh. behind him. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, all good. But Yo. it's the you said you you have musicians when you tour. Nah, I nah um. No, nah, we just me, him, he plays guitar and DeWitt plays uh he does the DJ. But now we got Heights who will probably be on the keys. That's let's be able to tour before we can talk that. Yeah. COVID and all that shit. Yeah. But I will say, bro, have you ever seen VH1 Storytellers? You know they did one with Alicia Keys, yeah, Jay Z. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one with Kanye, I have it saved on my hard drive. Fam, hold on, let me show you something. All right. Because niggas think I'm joking. Bro. Let me go to the library. I got the audio version of it. <laughs> of the VH1 storytellers. Oh bro, shit. Bro, <laughs> you probably can't see it, but yo, He's I'm telling I'm telling you, bro, the vi- I got the video too and I watch it from time to time, but like I don't you know the regular song Touch the Sky? Yeah, yeah. I fucking can't stand that version of it. It's a version on here so good that it makes you not like that song, I promise you, bro. I, oh, I that's one of my favorite you, songs of all time. I don't think I can't stand that song <laughs> you, anymore. If if you tell me to play "Touch the Sky," I'm gonna play this version. Is Lupe? It's on live. That? Is nope. Lupe nope. On that I love version? Lupe, and he killed it. Now let me run an arm right with the horns in. Like, uh, he killed it, but no, bro. The, it had it like he stopped it, and then it's like the strings coming. It's like and it's like the chords and everything, and then he start like. He start talking, and then he just start freestyling, and he's just like, "Oh, it's amazing, bro!" Like, "Oh, I'm getting everything right, about it." I'm gonna have to check, but yeah. then I, I don't want to ruin. I don't want to ruin bro. the vision in my fucking head. Bro, I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna. All send, right. I, I was supposed to send it to this girl too, so I'm gonna send it to you and her, and then just like, cause it's amazing, bro. It's like, let me shut up. Go ahead. No, you gotta send it. Send it to the girl quick so you don't forget. This sounds important. Man, fuck her. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> I'm joking. Everybody Shout out to everybody. her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your... Do you do you write? Like, yeah. do you sit down and write? Yeah, my phone. On your phone? Do you yeah. keep a schedule or is it when you feel like it? When I feel like it. I don't do anything on schedule except like... I say like, yo, I'm going to work out today. I'm going to do this. I'm going to the studio. I'm going to do this. Da, 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 and I do that shit all off schedule. 
but I set a schedule. But anyway, um, yeah, I write when I feel like it. You know what I'm saying? I try, I listen to samples maybe almost every day. I make beats almost every day. I write maybe two, three times a week. I just write as I'm inspired, bro. Like I can't. I'm not the type of nigga that just go in the studio and just rap about anything. I gotta rap about something that's going on. You know, for yeah. me. Do you do you find your samples? Well, are you like a record guy, or how how are you? Any any way I could do it, record YouTube. Sometimes I'll be walking through the city center or something and hear something. But um, what's that band? Um, they make like old soul seventy music, but they doing it right now. It's called like um, Saint something. Fuck, I forget. But I always hear their songs in the city center, White Plains, and I'm like always want to sample them. But anywhere I go, I you know I do all type of fine samples. I was just uh. Me and me and Dan was out here around the corner at Academy two weeks ago. I picked up some records and shit, and you know took them home and joint. Yeah. And then you 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 work <laughs> with musicians. You said you don't play instruments, but no, nah, no, nah, not necessarily. Do you are you just like fuck around and let me see what I like? Or are you like all right? I have a certain vision for what's supposed to go. Nah, I usually I usually start with the vision. Like I'm the nigga, right? I go into the studio, I chop the sample up, I might put an 808 and a kick on it. And just be like, yo, boom, take it away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I let the musicians do their work, and then I lay my verses down. I might quiet all the noise that they put in. <laughs> like, let me hold this off, lay my verses down, and then just rearrange it. The fun in it is, for me, is putting everything together at the end. You know what I'm saying? Arranging. Yo, this should go here. This should go. Let's bring in these singers right here. Let's do that. That's the fun for me. And do you do that on a full piece scale too? Pardon? Like, do you, when you, like, as a concert, like, do you put that on a full piece? Like, is there a through thread from the first song to the last song? I guess on the new album, because on the last one there was. What you mean? I don't know like what you're Like, musically, saying. like, you have a theme with your writing throughout a whole album for a concept album. But musically, do you do that? You're like, oh, the fucking song number seven complements song number three. Or yeah, of course. So it, go, it all goes by how it feels and how it sounds. Like, you don't want to... But at the same time, sometimes you want to attach a song that is about this after this. Like, um, on the last album, if you notice, <laughs> it's a song me opening up talking to my mom before her passing and things like that. And how she like did drugs and this that and the third and then it comes into dope man out here selling dope to niggas mamas I'm the dope man yeah. like that was done deliberately and then you, know you close saying? it and then you close it with uh, a song yeah. about your yeah that's your actually named after mom. my mom and yeah. I wrote that after um I damn I have wrote that that's so weird it's been so long <laughs> what the fuck um I wrote that after um I was like. Me and this nigga was arguing because he's like, yo, we got to do this by this date. I'm like, man, when my mom passed, I'm like, man, fuck that. I'm not even thinking about closing the creation on this album until I got a song where I get to talk to her for the last time. Because when I first had the idea, she was alive. It was in August mm -hmm. of 2018. And then she passed in October 2018. And by then I had already wrote the intro, you know, which wasn't the intro at the time. And then I was like, nah, man, I'm a, I know what I got to do. And from there, I just knew it was in, I guess, what my mom was trying to do there by, I guess, maybe dying, <laughs> was saying, like, not that that's funny. Let me not make that. I love my mom to death. But what I'm saying is, like, I feel like one of the things that she was trying to show me was do everything when you feel like it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I was stressed. I'm like, man, like, I don't know, man. Like, we got to do this, that, that. And I'm like, nah, when that happened, I'm like, fam, I'm not, I'm not shutting up until I got that one thing and I feel like I I said everything I needed to say to you. You know what I'm saying? And that felt amazing. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to see, like, I can't wait to, like, because I'm going to keep talking to my mom. Fuck y'all. Like, I'm going to keep talking to my mom. I probably might have one every album where I just might update on shit that's going on in my life. Of course she sees it. But, um, yeah, man. Well, that's the, the <laughs> higher power. You can't rush. You can't rush it. And you kind of. Yeah. That's why I really like that book. The Alchemist. And yeah. I know you I know you don't, but Damn they talk about the bad. omens, how it's either good or bad, but there's things that point you towards the right path. And even right. when... Huh? You said what? Yeah. It could have worked, but I don't... That was definitely the, the, the part that helped when she passed. I was like, man, I got to talk to her one last time. But you were saying the omens in The Alchemist. 
Oh, no, it's that. It's when, so, when things happen like that, you can either go kind of two ways. And if you're rushing it, it's not going to come out the way you want. But when you then yeah. just take a step back and with the meditate, you'd be present in it. And you just, yeah, you that's know, the number one thing, be present. In. You know that it's not going to take so long. Like there's a guiding power or a path that you know is going to get you to the place that's going to be successful. And yeah. that's the kind of omen, and that's why I like the alchemist. Yeah. That, that was a long, okay. a long rounded. How long did it take to... you to finish the book? It was a four-hour uh, audio book, so I got it done in like a week. Okay, do you usually do audio books? Yeah, I love audio books. I need an old-fashioned book. That's the one thing that technology cannot persuade me on. I like, like you can't change. I need a fucking book. You like reading? <laughs> yeah, word. Oh, that's fly. Oh, you have it? Focus. Oh, you have Patrice O'Neill's uh, wife's book, too. Oh, that's their fucking... That, yeah, that's their shit. Like, shit. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah, but I'm a book type of dude. I need a real... You know, I prefer the, uh, the soft covers, balls. Paperbacks. <laughs> Paperbacks? Yeah. Are you reading anything now? I'm rereading The Mastery of Love and trying to finish The Power of Habit. Which took oh, I've been power reading power That's habit. the next one that I'm yeah. going on into. I, yeah, I wish you'd have told me that because if I'd have bought it, I would have even gave you the book for you to have as a gift. Because, um, again, once I, I feel like once I got what I needed out of that book, I kind of stopped and I've got about 60 pages left and I'm gonna fuck up because I haven't finished it. Now, sometimes that happens, you yeah. get what you need out of something. That's normal. Yeah, totally. That's yeah. the being present in the moment. Sometimes okay. life is like, yeah, you got to move forward now. You okay, got to, okay. you got to stop. You get what you get out of it. You remember um Jimmy Neutron, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. Remember I do. Professor Calamitous? Yeah, the uh -huh. dude who couldn't finish anything. Nothing. Ever yeah. since as a kid, and I saw that, I never liked to not finish anything. There's times I force myself to read. Um, Elijah Muhammad has a book. It's called um A Message to the Black Man in America. Super long. The book is like this thick, like pause and i watched i reading it and after a while i was like bro this is just too much and but i forced myself to finish it because i did not want to finish it like but you, you got know what it I'm yeah it's shit is weird like i'm weird in the head but do you but that's probably <laughs> helpful with music like do you know when a song's done you just get that you're like or a piece or whatever that's different because that's based off feeling it's not a set out amount of pages that you gotta read but yeah do you like your stuff going back and listening to it or do you or do you look back and you're like damn i wish i changed that or you do you live in the past i don't live in the past but i do go back and listen and be like oh this is enjoyable and i go back and listen oh they did this better here but that's good because you know like all right for one you know what to do next time two it shows you that you've grown as an artist you know what i'm saying or as a whatever as a creative whatever you're creating you know what i'm saying it just shows you that you've grown and i think that's the most important part <clears throat> now that you're you said you want like make money and be but do you know your path like do you know what's gonna happen like musically do you have like a path or are you just going with whatever you feel in the moment I know what I want to do but I don't know what's gonna happen I don't think anyone knows that except God <laughs> meditation helps you yeah man it's you like, journal at all um nah I used to when I was in ninth grade but I should though. I just started over quarantine, and yeah. when I journal, I'm talking to someone who's not in my body. Like I talk to the like. It took me a little bit to get to that point. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, this is just I'm like checked out, and this is someone just giving me uh, advice on how to make my life better. And then when I look back at it the next time, I'm like, oh, I need to start implementing that. That's fire. You know what? Me and him did in 2018. We had wrote a list of things that we needed to do. Right. In order to get the vision for this album completely out, we wrote it. He probably, we probably looked at that shit for a week every day. Let it go to the back of our mind. We did every, when we look back at it, remember, we did everything and then some. Everything we said and then some. And if there's, yeah, and if there's, in, and if there was anything that we didn't do, is because we had done something that was a better as a better like substitute you know what i'm saying so i would suggest you just start writing down things that you want to do that you plan to do you know what i'm saying and you before you know you start manifesting something crazy you like damn how the fuck i do that and it's someone told me it's like 
putting a pen to the paper has a certain effect on like yeah i don't like type that's you write on your phone does that only lyrics only lyrics only lyrics yeah. anything else i just like do you write other shit Nah, not really like plans and shit like that. I like to write down on like we got this big ass pad in the studio. We got also like a board, but other than that, I'm just writing rhymes, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> Sometimes. Do you like yeah. the video aspect? Of, like, do you like shooting your own videos and shit? Nah. Well, my whole thing is I want to be different. <clears throat> If you go to like a, a regular videographer these days with a song, they're gonna come up with the everybody wants to do the same things and like or they do what they think is different, which is not necessarily different. It's just different from the people in this region, and it's like mad people. There's a group of niggas over here that's doing the same things. There's just not nobody over here because they're thinking regional, not global, not worldwide, and shit like that, right? So for me, the way I look at it is I like to. The only reason why I would ever like to direct a video of mine is because I have an, an idea that I was like, all right, ain't nobody going to do this, ain't nobody doing this, and I want to stand out. Or I just think this is a really good idea. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't necessarily like being the guy to say, yo, I got the video idea for this. I just make music, you know? Well, you were shooting the video for Chain Like Mace recently. Was that how that was that your vision or did someone? Nah, that was my man's. Uh, shout out George. George Martin's um, and his production crew. He just came to me like, y'all got this idea. I'm working with this projector. And I was like, let's do it. Was that, when that song started gaining traction, <laughs> did, did you know when you made that, like, nah. that it would? That it would gain traction? Yeah. Nah, I just, what I know when I make a song is how a song made me feel. I know, like, I just go with my taste. There's a woman named Liz that worked at this uh that at this store right next to um my high school and she told me one day she's like, Mach, you got great taste. And when she said that it was like confirmation because I always felt like that. And it was I was young. So knowing this, I said to myself, I right, I'm just gonna do what I like to do. And if you anything like me, you got great taste. And I'm pretty lean, like I'll listen to some far out shit and you know, not the most far out. But um, my whole thing is if I like this, I know a good amount of people are like it. So I don't know what people are going to take to. I just know that if I like it, it's likable, you know? Yeah. And then it. it just kind of happens. Yeah, and I put it out. When I get that feeling, it's like, all right, let me put this out, see what happens, you know? And I'll say I'm not scared to, for people to not like something anymore. I used to be. Yeah. Well, it's... You said we were talking about the outsourcing. Do you like having a team for that then? That No. No. Because I don't care what anybody thinks about a song as far as the... If I ask you what you think it is, it's because you're there. <clears throat> yeah. I, when I have a decision on a song, my mind is made up. To the point where I tell a nigga, yo, fam, you bug. I don't... You, I'll t I've told them at times, like, nah, man, you tripping. Because they didn't react how I wanted them to. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I'll, I'm the type of dude where it's like, I know this shit hard, so. Well, is that a problem with, like, like, feature? Like, you had more features on your EP than, like, your album. Do you like working with other artists, or would you rather just be doing it yourself? Mm, I like working with other artists. I think it's fun. And um, I just wanted to, my main goal for the Mellow Pack, um, out there, out everywhere right now. Um, I kind of drink it, so I kind of slurred that at first. But um, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, my main, my, I, we were smoking beforehand, so I'm a little stoned. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should have mentioned that beforehand. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> my main focus with the Mellow Pack was to show my versatility as a producer, it was to show my range as a producer as well as my versatility, my versatility as an artist. So it was like. All I need to do is make an ill song, beat, arrange your ill beat um, that I made and put a friend on it, show you how much I believe in that friend, or I know he's going to do good here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And show you why it works and and just show people, like, I'm trying to get these labels to knock on my door. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And be like, yo, fam, we want you. We want to fuck with you and just... 
you know what I mean, and 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 just anybody. Labels, and I, I want people to know, like, yo, man, this kid gives a fuck that much about artistry. You know what I'm saying? I'm I, I call myself a super producer. Like, I want to be named. I want to be named with the Pharrells, the Kanyes, the Swiss Beats, the Puffies. I don't want to be. You can. I can rap my ass off for my whole career. Have 20 number one albums. Do everything Drake is doing, and niggas gonna say I'm not better than Biggie. No, not that Biggie's not ill, but they're gonna say I'm better than something that's 30 years. I'm not better than something that's happened 30 years ago. Just all for the fact that he didn't even get a chance to give you something that you didn't like. No disrespect, because Big is the illest. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, fam, I'm not trying to prove nothing to you as a rapper. I could rap with anybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like You're just trying to do your own thing. I'm trying to be the number one producer in the world. You know what I'm saying? And hip-hop. You know, and hold it down for my people and shit. And, and still kill niggas on the verses. <laughs> you know? That's yeah. what it's about. Well, there is a special thing when the... Uh, when you... The, when like Kanye like there's a special connection between him producing his own shit and then rapping there's a special thing with you like that's yeah. why there's a connection it's cause you're making it from start to finish yeah man it's like with yeah. jokes I will not take joke advice from any like it's kind of why like, should you man it sounds silly cause it's a joke but it's like I'm not this is my life like I'm talking about my life yeah I also exactly. don't do silly shit like if I'm gonna talk about something <coughs> on stage it's gonna be something personal and real and I want them to learn about me from it. So why would I want to hear, like, oh, what's your take on how I feel about my life at that point? Yeah, it doesn't... Yeah. You everybody want... Everybody. Thank you. I guess <laughs> we're winding down, but you said you want labels knocking on your door. How are you feeling about that? that that's a big thing now, the independent label, like... Yeah, we actually got one knocking right now, man. <laughs> I'm excited as a motherfucker, too, because yeah, yeah. we're going to see what it's about. You're happy yeah. about that? Yeah, man. Niggas yeah. work hard, you know? Yeah. That's what it, you want to... <clears throat> not necessarily saying money. I want to sign once. I want to sign to one, but that's just... It's a good goal. Like, let's have, have a fucking label meeting or something. You know it what I'm saying? It shows that you're working <laughs> and you're yeah, like, like, you're getting respect in something that you should and you're... Yeah. It, and and it's, it also helps you know your worth. Like, you could be like, all right, if they ask, if they offer this, it might be, you know what I mean? It must mean... It's this much money in the business of Big Mind or whatever the case may be. But it's just a good, like, as as fucked up as it may sound and as much as people try to deny the fact that they don't look for this, it's also validation. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna fuck, if you're an art, if you create anything, you're insecure. Yeah. And you want to know that right, is what I'm doing good enough. And as serious as you can be about that, at times you kind of realize, like, fam, like, as serious as you can be is as far as like in believing in yourself and like you can be dead ass like I'm the hottest shit in the world and feel that you're gonna have nights where you be like damn is this shit even worth it you know what I'm saying so to hear somebody else be like yo I wanna spend this much money on you I wanna I believe in you like this and it's, it's, it feel good it's in fact yeah it shows that it pays off cause as we were saying in the beginning it's like the money isn't what it's about mm -hmm. but that's the system that we're in where if you can that's the commodity that you have to get you get attention which is great. Like, getting attention's the universal currency. But then mm -hmm. when you can invest back in yourself. And that's monetize what, it. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, and then on top of it, it's like, at some point I want to have five kids that I could take to Walmart. I'm not trying to be sitting here telling them, like, yo, dad is, you ain't got no Christmas this year. But dad got this new album <laughs> that's about to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like <laughs> you want to make money <laughs> in order exactly. to keep doing it. Yeah, because you, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah. man, yeah. I appreciate you being on. I, I really appreciate you having me. This is. Uh, do you do you want to plug your? You can find your shit. Yeah, can you just do that on the down like Yeah, we'll plug like it. That. We'll we'll show your Instagram. <laughs> really fucking. <laughs> Check yeah. out. Uh, the Mellow Pack, uh, Scatterbrain Crack Baby, mm. both fucking amazing projects. All your shit's great. And, and uh, self-produced, man. These rap niggas ain't rapping this good and producing they shit. You got a couple niggas that's rapping and producing, but they not rapping as good. And ain't that beats don't be, and it just don't hit like that. You know it's what I'm true. And your shit's paying off. It's growing. And Appreciate it. 
I appreciate you being on. Yeah, Thank check you my man's much. comedy out. I'm going to be all on your page now. I'm going to make sure. And I'm going to hit you like, yo, man, I want to see some jokes. All right. Some I'll, send you, I'll send you some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, we'll fun. see you Peace. next week.